welcome to the Hotter Than Health podcast. My name is Eliza Gelman, and in this podcast, I will be bringing resources and stories for those looking to expand and elevate their lives, bringing you provocative interviews and conversations with leaders and innovators within the wellness, health, business, and self-improvement space every week. You will leave every single episode with tools, resources, and tips that you can implement directly into your life. Who doesn't love a good takeaway? I don't want anyone to ever feel the way I felt sitting in that gynecologist's office being basically bullied to be on birth control and feel like I wasn't empowered about my body. Hello, hello. That was a quick clip from our guest today. We have Kate Morton on the podcast of Funk It Wellness. She created Funk It Wellness because she had struggled so much with her hormone imbalances, with her cycles, with her irregular periods and discomfort. It was completely affecting her life in a way that I know has affected so many others, so many other women who are dealing with irregular cycles or who are dealing with depression. They're dealing with chronic fatigue weight gain that they can't explain. They're dealing with moods and pain and constant bleeding. It is absolutely something that affects so, so many women. So if you have a daughter, if this affects you, a friend, or maybe you didn't realize this was affecting you until you kind of hear it from a different perspective, but this opened up a lot of different this opened up a different way of thinking, even for me. Um, Kate and I did a podcast episode on her podcast, so make sure you check it out as well. I will link it in the show notes. But we get into that and we will um, start that in just a moment. But before we do, I wanted to make sure that you all were aware of a couple housekeeping tips that we had, not tips, but just a couple housekeeping things. So I will mention this later on in the podcast as well. But I did open up a Facebook members page and this is really just for podcast listeners and we are growing the community and I can't think of like a cooler way to say that. But here we are. Uh, I think that really a fantastic way to help build the podcast, grow the podcast, get it out in front of more people is to really just connect the people who listen to it already. So if you are a listener of the podcast and honestly, Facebook's not really my jam. I kind of fucking hate it, but I actually really like this group. So far, we only have a few people in it because it's brand new, started yesterday and I'm super excited to announce it. So search Hotter Than Health on Facebook. See, I can't even say it. It doesn't roll off the tongue for me. It's just not instinctual. So search on Facebook, Hotter Than Health, and you answer one question and you are in the group. We're going to be doing some behind the scenes. We're going to be doing some Q&As. I will be on there directly. So instead of like messaging us on Instagram, which I typically always get back to people on. It's more of a forum base. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, want to hear about something on the podcast, or if you just want to use it as a resource, search Hotter Than Health on Facebook, and I will accept you into the group. It's going to be great. I'm super pumped about it because I think it's just a nice way to expand the community and grow the listenership, you know? So before we get into today's episode, I wanted to also mention one thing. It is July 15th, right? Yes, it is July 15th today. It's Thursday. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, I have one announcement. It is not too late to go onto my website, go to plans and pricing, and get your monthly meal plan. And tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be doing a one-hour 
a 45 minute to one hour in-depth topic and nutrition wellness Q&A. This is basically like a nutrition wellness lifestyle coaching call and each month with the monthly meal plan, it's another way to make sure that you are not only receiving helpful, plant-dominant, nutrient-dense, dairy-free, whole food-based recipes, three breakfast, three lunch, three dinner, three snacks every single month to your inbox, but you're also having that one-on-one time to be able to understand the grocery list, understand the recipes, when, how, um, how to modify any of the recipes. It's a really great way to start to build healthy habits that are sustainable. And that's really all we want, right? We want to have these sustainable habits while also being able to live our lives and understand what healthy habits look like and understand what we're eating so that we can do it when we're not in our own kitchen, when we're at a fucking potluck or when we're at a um, group dinner or when we're out. And so when we know how to fuel ourselves and we know more about the health and wellness and details behind it, knowledge really is power. And I think that it will really alleviate a lot of stress that people may feel when it comes to adopting healthy lifestyles. So hop onto the website, Eliza G Wellness, and hop onto plans and pricing Go ahead, subscribe, you'll get the Zoom link, and I will see you at 6 p.m. tonight. And with that, in the nature of educating and bringing all the information we can about not just women's health, but overall hormone health, this is one of my favorite interviews. It's to the point. She answers everything single, every single question, and as we say with every single episode, you're going to have some tips and tricks and knowledge to implement into your everyday life. So make sure you guys follow Kate on Instagram at funk it wellness. It's funk period it period wellness on Instagram. I will link all of this in the show notes. I hope you all enjoy. Let's get into today's episode with Kate. Kate, I'm so happy to have you here with me. And for anyone listening, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you got her full intro, but Kate's going to give us some more info on how she got into seed cycling, how she created her own business. She was 25 when she started this business and you're 27 now growing every day and it all started with a huge why. And I think the reason why you and I were so like magnetic in our first conversation was because we just have a very, not a strong, yes, a strong stance, but we just want everyone to know their options, like not villainizing anything, but we want people to know their options. So Kate, introduce yourself. Let us know um, a little bit about, you know, where you are in the world, what's going on and uh, tell us your story. Hey everyone. And thank you so much for having me. I know last time we spoke, it was like supposed to be 20 minutes, ended up being like an hour. Cause we just got along so well. And we had so much to say on these topics. So I'm a registered dietitian. Um, I've got a master's degree in human clinical nutrition. I've done a little bit of marketing wellness, kind of all of these different things, but I am super passionate about women's health and menstrual health because it's all from personal experience. Experience. And I always laugh, like people who end up in these worlds, like of health and wellness, and they're just like so passionate. Most of us have gone through something that caused that and was like made us rethink. And so think about this you know, I've got six years of a degree 
internship experience, experience working in a hospital. I know all these things. I had no idea the female menstrual cycle had four parts. I had no idea that my birth control was actually causing a lot of my anxiety and depression and issues I was dealing with. And so I moved to New Zealand, which was super fun and I loved it, but I got off birth control over there and my, cause I was bleeding for two years. I was on the next one on, which goes in your arm and I was literally bleeding for like two years. It was absolutely terrible. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. This is ruining my sex life. This is ruining my whole life. I'm over it. And so I got off my birth control and I had no idea PMS was even really a thing. Cause I had been on birth control from like 14 to 24 and I got off birth control and instantly I got super bad adult hormonal acne, like ear to ear, like chin, everything. Then I also had such bad cramps. I'd be curled up in a ball. I was living in a 400 square foot apartment that was absolutely tiny. So our shower, if you can see my hands was like this big, I would just sit in a ball at night and like let the water hit me. Cause I didn't have a heating pad or any of that stuff. And I'd have to miss work. And I was working a super demanding job at a startup. And, you know, I just thought like this cannot be my life for the rest of my life. And my period actually took six months to come back, which was really scary too. So like, not only was I, once it came, like came back, there was all this waiting time before of like, where I was so scared, like, is my body broken? Did I mess it up? And so I started doing research and using my degree as a dietitian to really see like what else is out there. Initially, I was just looking for a supplement to take. And then I couldn't find anything that I recommend to my friends or my clients or my family. And I'm a big believer in food first, which I know we talked about a lot um, when you came on my podcast a little bit ago. And so food first to me, is like, how can I use food as medicine? And that's how I found seed cycling. I was introduced to it through a friend and I just became so obsessed with telling everyone about how to manage their PMS. And like, they didn't have to feel this way. And, you know, I started learning all these things and I, I never set out to be an entrepreneur or a business owner, but I had to share this with people because PMS was ruining my life. And then I talked to my friends and found out I was really ruining their lives. And so Funkit was born. That's a really long way to tell you that it came from a personal story. And I decided that I couldn't be quiet anymore. I've never been a quiet person. I've also never been a person who knows anything about business, but this passion and the why pushed me to want to help other people, which led me to starting my business. That's amazing. And I think that so many people can resonate with you mentioning that you have been on birth. You had been on birth control from age 14 to 24 and it's getting younger. And then it's you know, the pills are changing. They're either getting stronger or people are saying, oh, you know, it's not a pill. It's a, you know, it's an X, Y, Z. It's an IUD. It's a, in your arm situation. And I think that so many women have experimented with different types of birth control. And, and that's not to say that some people don't have an amazing experience with it. They've never experienced any issues. Yeah. And, but I think that when we're looking long-term at the effects of more estrogen, I think that a lot of the time it's over-prescribed. So I, so you went from just like <laughs> bleeding on the bathroom floor <laughs> to, for two years for, with extreme pain and it's debilitating. I mean, it's, it's distracting. It gets in the way of your sex life. It gets in the way of your confidence. Like it sucks, but yes, confidence was huge for me. That was something that I was really affected by was like, and it was like a steady, like think about, you know, if you ever spot before your period, which we can get into why actually it's not supposed to happen, but if you ever spot, it's like a heavy spotting. I had a heavy Brown spotting for four years. It was like, it was so uncomfortable. Like it caused eczema around my bikini line because it was just like having to deal with this all the time. I had to wear like tampons every day. Like 
so many little things like you don't wow. think about, but like, that's not what our body's supposed to be doing. And I had no idea. My um, gynecologist was like, oh, it's normal on that one, on yeah. that. So it's normal. We can put you on some estrogen. And I was like, no, 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 I don't need that. Like there's a big difference between common and normal. And that's exactly, that's something we should definitely talk about. But at the same time, you know, you were just mentioning, you were like, yeah, I had to wear tampons all the time. And yeah, I mean, this podcast is mostly meant for everybody, but this topic especially affects a lot of women, um, pre post, you know, any type of anyone who has a menstrual cycle or who has had a menstrual cycle, or honestly, dads, if you have a daughter, um, or whoever, if you're a guardian of a female, then these are things that you don't have to necessarily know all the info, but you have to know that it's definitely, it's yes, evolutionary, but it's a big part of their upbringing and it's uncomfortable to ask questions about. It's very vulnerable. So being there and being compassionate and not getting weird. If you like, if your kid says, Hey, can you go get tampons? And if she asks for them, go get some organic tampons. Cause you even mentioned like, even in tampons, there's bleach and there's fragrances and there's all these things where we're basically ingesting them and not ingesting them, but we're putting them into our bodies. So I want to hear more about, okay, so you, you ended up starting this business and you said seed cycling. And I, I can guarantee like I had heard of it, but I genuinely didn't know much about it. Tell us what is seed cycling? Yes. Seed cycling. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am Westernly trained. I did not believe in it at first. I was like, show me the research. Like I was that type of person. And like, I still am. I still want to see the research and I still want to know things work. And I don't want anyone pulling one over on other people, but I was desperate. I was like, I will do anything to not feel like this. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. When I tell you seed cycling changed my life, it changed my life. Like, and I'll explain to you what that is now. So like, now you understand, like I've given you the background and I did a year of research on it. And so while there may not be a lot of research on seed cycling, you need to follow the money. And this is all I say about this, not to start controversy, follow the money of who funds research. A lot of it is funded by pharmaceutical companies. So natural alternatives are not always incentivized. Research is very expensive and very hard to do. I worked in it at the first part of my career. It's very expensive. And so that's my one thing, like keep an open mind. And when you are reading research, just follow the money and see where it's going. And so with seed cycling, it's natural. And it's like, there's not going to be a lot of people who have an incentive to really fund that research, um, which is just the facts and is what it is. But so seed cycling is really cool. We've already talked about, you have four parts of your menstrual cycle, or I don't know if I've touched on it yet, but you've got your um, menstrual phase or your physical bleed. Your hormones are really low here. It's why you kind of feel tired. I definitely recommend like honoring your mood here, like, but relax on your period, take it easy. Follicular phase, estrogen is rising, uh, follicle stimulating hormones coming and progesterone will start to rise soon. So you're feeling adventurous, excited. This is like a really creative time in your cycle. You may want to go to like a group fitness class if you like that kind of thing, which leads into ovulation, which this is when the egg is released. It's the shortest phase, but it's a very, very important one. And then after that, we go into our luteal phase, which progesterone is kind of taking the lead here. When you ovulate, the egg comes out and a little thing called the corpus luteum forms in the place of where the egg was. This is what contributes to healthy progesterone. So this is why ovulation is so important. So you ovulate, you have the corpus luteum, progesterone starts to be um, produced and it's kind of getting um, your uterine lining ready for the egg to implant. If that doesn't happen, then the corpus luteum dies and the uterine lining sheds and it triggers your period and progesterone goes away. So 
that sounds like a lot. And there's so much more than that, but your body's doing that all the time. So keep that in mind. And this does come back to seed cycling. Think about all those different hormones. They're constantly shifting. It makes sense that we'd shift our nutrition with our hormone needs. And so what seed cycling does, it uses pumpkin and flax for the first half of your cycle. So one tablespoon of each. Um, and that actually has magnesium in there for mood support, zinc for egg quality and ovulation, um, omega threes to help with inflammation and reduce PMS. It also has, um, lignans in there, which have phytoestrogens with help with estrogen, estrogen detox, which is really important in that first half of our cycle. So you've got your pumpkin and flax seeds there. Also, let's not forget about fiber is in all of these seeds and gut health and hormone health are so connected. Like they are so connected and intertwined. So then you ovulate and you switch to your sesame and sunflower seeds. So first off, they have more calories in them slightly because you're actually burning a lot more calories in your luteal phase. So they have a little bit more fat and calories in there. You have sesame seeds, which have calcium. They actually can also help with vaginal dryness, which there is clinical research on that. Um, you've also got zinc again, which is going to be really good selenium, um, and manganese along with magnesium, vitamin E and vitamin B6. All of those are PMS, PMS busters. So you have all these different, um, vitamins and minerals in these seeds. And all you have to do is eat them and you can just top them on top of your food. And it gives you like a high dose of packed nutrient. Think about a seed. It's so tiny, but it's got, if you plant it in the ground and water, it's got everything it needs to grow a new plant. So it makes sense that when we grind it and break the shell, it's got so much nutrients for our bodies and it's coming from real food. If you think you find a seed in nature and you can eat it, you don't find just like an isolated, you know, property in nature. You don't find just like these isolated compounds in nature. They're together so we can absorb and eat them. Um, and that's why I really love food. And so our body knows what to do with food. So all that to say, seed cycling is amazing. It tastes delicious. Um, Funkit makes it really easy too. So we found a way to actually, we grind all the seeds for you and we seal them and we ship them directly out. So that's one of the cool things is like when you grind seeds, you do lose nutrients and they can go rancid pretty quickly. But we found, we spent a whole year finding a way we grind them and then we seal them and we ship them immediately out. So they get to your house so fast, um, within a couple days. And then we've been able to actually keep that up while we scale. So our manufacturing happens, you know, every couple of weeks, and it's really just try to make it the most convenient way for everybody, because let's be honest, we're busy. We're running around like chickens and we don't know what to do sometimes. So it's really helpful to have it already done. And that's really where you found a gap in the market, not just holistically by finding an alternative for Advil and, you know, turmeric and whatever, but you're also making it accessible because so often I hear people say that they want to start eating healthier or that, you know, implementing healthier routines into their lifestyle, but they just don't know how, and they find it so intimidating. And I feel this way. Like when I heard first heard about seed cycling, I was like, I can't picture going to the health food store, getting mason jars full of flax and black sesame. Cause it needs all these to things. be organic. It needs to be non-GMO. It needs yeah. to be from the U S or Europe. Cause that's a shorter transit time. Time. there's so much to think about like so much <laughs> and and you did that and you created systems and I think that a lot of times it, it's nice and it's so attractive to see a fierce woman who is young in the wellness industry who is also saying I don't know anything about business but I'm gonna figure it out because I know how many people this affects so can you talk about, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, 
when you started your business, can you talk about when you started, what that was like, and when you realized, okay, this is something I need to scale where you like completely were there seeds all over your house and you just couldn't stand fulfill it anymore? Or were you like, okay, there's a little bit of growth and now I can scale it. What did that look like? Yeah. So that's such an interesting question. So like I said, I have worked for startups almost my entire career. And I was like, I'm never owning my own startup because it is so hard. And I was like, I'm just going to help other people grow their dream. And then I really got a fire lit under me about this. And I, and I've got a really great partner. We've been together for like 10 years and he's so supportive. And I swear he knows me better than I know myself. And he's like, Kate, I really think you should do this. Like, I think you should, you should do it. Like you can do it. And I was like, no, nah, like I know someone else can do it. And then I just, I don't know the gap in the market and seeing other people struggle. I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to put all my self-doubt and all my fears aside, because let's be real. Everyone has them. I don't care who you are. Imposter syndrome is a real thing. And I really did struggle in the beginning with like, I don't have a business degree. I don't know how to do this, but I actually think it helped me because I didn't know any better. And I, I did set my business up to scale, but I launched it during COVID. So there was so much unknown. We launched in August, 2020. I quit my full-time tech job in January or no, February, 2020, right before the world shut down. And, you know, I really jumped all in and I just was like, I have to figure this out because it's important. And so, yeah, I worked really hard. I talked to so many mentors and people and just asked for advice. And, you know, I Googled a lot of things and I did start making out in my kitchen to test the concept because I was like, okay, before I invest some money into this and what that looks like, I'm going to test the market. And so we launched, um, right out of my kitchen that grew very quickly. And we soon had to find a manufacturer, which I called 300 manufacturers before I found one that would work with me. Uh, I got called 300 little girl and called 300 people like, well, between email, phone call, online forms, like I couldn't find anyone. And a friend introduced me to my amazing manufacturer I have now. Um, gosh, I mean, I just got constantly like told this was too niche of a market that no one would buy it, that people didn't care about period health. Um, I got told that. And of course you can probably guess who I was told that by it was older men who were in the industry and they're like, they're like, I just don't see the market. And I was like, to be honest, that's, you don't point. have a vagina. <laughs> like, and I, you know, that TikTok where it's like, it's almost like, that's the point. Like, that's exactly how I felt. I'm like, it's almost like, that's why I'm doing this because you all aren't seeing the market and putting your money here. And it was just one of those things. I was just mind blown. And I still sit back and think like, I had to fill out a thing the other day, like, what was your biggest challenge as a business owner? And at first I was like, oh, I don't know. And then Alex started listing some of them off. And then we just like, we're like, wow, it is actually really hard to start something, but I'm not going to lie. I had such good support along the way. And if anyone's listening and wants to start a business, it is scary and it is hard and it will consume your life. Like balance is not a thing. You can have a happy, happy life and not a stressful life, but balance is not, not quite the, the goal right now for me, at least. So you said initially that you started this during COVID and I had a podcast episode with a girl, Jackie Kingswell. She's in Australia. She's incredible. And she started uh, the Pilates method with a co-founder and it started all during um, 
you have to go check it out. It's great. But it all started I will go COVID, check that out. And it was just so interesting to hear like people's mindsets after they had just been shit on completely. Like they had been fired or they had been told no X, Y, Z. But what you said was you started the business with the intention to scale. And what did it look like when you set it up to scale? Like, what does that mean? Were you getting loans from people? Did you create a business plan and say, okay, it's going to cost this much to get seeds for 10,000 people. And then how did you find the people? Like, tell me everything. Oh, it was like, okay. So I think when I say I built it to scale, I don't think I knew what that meant in the beginning. If I'm being, I still don't know, like I'm learning so much. So I'm like just human. And I tell everyone that I'm like, I want to help every person start a business that can start it if they want to, but take what I say with a grain of salt. Cause you know, like I taught everything myself. And so what that looked like for me was first, I just needed to prove that people wanted this. I wanted it. I knew my friends wanted it, but I was like, I just have to prove that other people are actually interested in this. And so that was my first step. And that was when I did it out of my kitchen. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just see. And our biggest thing as a brand is education. Because if we do nothing else, like in my mind, even if I never sold anything, which obviously we know now I did, spoiler alert, I have a business. But um, in my head, like when I started, it was like, like, if I sell nothing, I want people to learn. I don't want anyone to ever feel the way I felt sitting in that gynecologist office, being basically bullied to be on birth control and feel like I wasn't empowered about my body. So quick break from our conversation with Kate today from Funk It Wellness. I wanted to make a brief announcement. So this evening, it is July 15th. If you are hearing this and you have not already signed up to be a member on the website for the monthly meal plan, we are adding something very exciting. So we're adding something exciting to the meal plan. Not only will you be getting a monthly meal plan every single month at the first of the month, it will be brand new, three breakfasts, three lunches, three dinners, and three snacks, all plant-dominant, dairy-free, and whole foods plant-dominant focused. So you'll be getting that every single month in your inbox, super quick, super efficient. You download it, it gives you a grocery list and everything, but you're also going to be getting a Zoom link that will allow you to be a part of a one time per month coaching call. So it's going to be a one hour call where we're going to go over a specific topic such as hormones, such as why we carry weight in certain areas, which is how can we increase our natural energy? What if we are having issues with digestion? So this is an opportunity to really dive deep into a specific topic. And I wanted to open this up to add another layer of value to the monthly meal plan. The price has not changed at all. It's really just getting more people on board and making sure that their habits are not just sustainable, but they're exciting. And the best way to share the word of health and make sure that people are focusing on plant dominance and the 80-20 lifestyle and just really focusing on whole foods is understanding. That way you can share this information with others, get them excited about their health and small adjustments they can make throughout their lifestyle to increase their longevity and just to overall have more natural energy, right? So that's what we're working on. It is July 15th. And if you're listening to this before 6 p.m., it is not too late. You will get the link in the email that you get immediately upon purchase. All you have to do is go to my website, elizagwellness.com, 
The link is in the show notes and you can click on plans and pricing. It's super inexpensive, $8.99 per month, and it's just an investment in your health. I truly hope you like it. If you cannot make the call, it will be recorded and sent to you. One other small announcement so that you can stay more a part of the community and more involved in what's going on with Hotter Than Health, I did create a Facebook page. It is members only. So if you listen to the podcast, you're hearing it here first. All you have to do is type in Hotter Than Health on Facebook. Click, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. This whole Facebook thing is new to me. But you're going to just go ahead and click join. And I will add you to the group. I'm so excited. This is where we can ask questions, talk about topics, do teasers, and all that good stuff to try and build out this community. I know there are so many of you, so why not bring everyone together, right? So all of that said, I want to make sure you are all getting the resources that you need. Again, one-on-one nutrition counseling and coaching is available on my website as well. Just go to book it to... um, (laughs) book it. Just go to book now to book your one-on-one complimentary strategy call and we'll be good to go. We can see if it's a good fit to work together. If not, no biggie. If it is, I'm pumped. All right, so let's go ahead and get back into today's episode. A lot of what we did was just educate, just teach people through social media, anyone I could talk to, um, all my friends. Like, I mean, I had great friends and support like through the whole thing, but I just tried to reach anyone I could reach and educate them and teach them. Because I think the biggest thing is we make the best decisions when we have all of the information, which you and I talked a lot about a couple of weeks ago. And it's like, so what I wanted to do was put out content into the world that showed that educated people and really empowered them because I only want people to use our products if they feel like they know and are empowered around them. I don't want them to ever feel Like, oh, I just bought this because someone made me feel bad about myself and I needed it. Because I think the wellness industry is so bad at that. It's so bad at being like, you're not good enough. So please do this so that you can be like this and then you'll fit into our box. And that was just like never my goal. My goal was to really give people the education and the power because if we have a bunch of people empowered and educated on their bodies, they're unstoppable. Um, So so I didn't really have a big plan, to be honest. Were you doing yeah. like, were you doing like Instagram lives? Were you doing Facebook lives? Were you going to schools? I know it was during COVID, so things were closed, but did you go to local farmer's markets and you were like, Hey, you're my baggies or like, what did that physically I did look everything like? online because it was all height of COVID. So, okay. I got this idea in, it's actually been two years today since we bought our website. Congratulations. Um, our URL. And so I thought this idea two years ago. I worked another job to save enough money to start the company. Um, To answer that question, we were all self-funded in the beginning for the first year. And so we saved up enough money um, to start the company. And then we bootstrapped everything. And so I had no idea. I was like, I'm just going to try to get online everywhere I can get online. And I tried to talk to anyone I could talk to, um, meet and network through Instagram. And like, I've met some of the coolest people like, like you, like I'm so it's a similar thing. Like where I've met these amazing people who I've never met in person, but they're so awesome. And we've got to like work together and educate and talk. So yeah, it was all through social media because I had no choice. I was sitting in my house. I was locked in there and it was like, yeah, yeah. I had to wear like a hazmat suit to like 
create the like make the product and send it out to be like COVID compliant and oh then like oh my gosh that's amazing I, I mean I cool to hear it's not like an actual hazmat suit it was like a just like scrubs and like a lot of masks and gloves and then like you know went to a commercial kitchen and did it that way and then found a manufacturer and so in my mind it was always going to scale in my mind I knew it was going to work and I just was like I just have to tell people about it and I just have to show them that their life you know can have a better quality of life because I think we're not really empowered around our period health. We're just told it's normal, but it's actually not. Like you said, it's common, not normal. Yeah, that's badass. I love that you guys were bootstrapping it. And um, if you haven't already like listened to any of the episodes I've done with Helen Hall, she started Blender Bombs. It seems- I love Helen Hall. She's fantastic. Helen, I met her in Austin when she was on her tour and I'm like, she's so cool. She we have a so really great fantastic. team. I should also mention that I've got an awesome team. Like my co-founder, Claire, is a graphic designer and in the cannabis industry in Colorado, and she's amazing. Um, I'm I'm a dietitian, so I could create all the products. I had marketing experience. My partner um, is a financial controller, and he was able to do all of the forecasting and really help me with the business plan. Um, Natalie is an operations guru, and she helped with email marketing and, you know, really implementing a lot of things like Slack and Zapier. And then Sissy came on board as a free intern when she was in college. And now she's like a full on paid employee who lives in Austin with us now. And so I will say like, I cannot take all the credit. If I would not have had that amazing team, it would have never worked. I know a lot of people out there know that maybe taking the pill or being on XYZ birth control is, has different side effects. Can you talk a little bit more about your, what research you have done and what research is out there specifically on the pill or IUDs? And, you know, maybe if people are just starting to experiment with different types of birth control, maybe they're not quite to seed cycling yet. What are some things that people might notice in their day-to-day that would indicate maybe birth control is at the root of some of their issues? Yeah, that's such a good question. And I always preface it by saying I'm not anti, we are, when we talked about this again, like this is a little bit of a repeat if you've heard another episode, but it's, I'm not anti-birth control at all. I am pro being able for you to make your decision and having all the information. I call it like empowered decision-making. And with my story, I didn't have that. It's a privilege to be able to select which type of birth control works for you and to be, you know, able to make these types of decisions, totally make sure we want to say that. Yeah. It is such a privilege to be able to choose what we want. And so that's what I always like to start this conversation with because birth control does work for some people. And I know some people really are so anti and hate it. And I understand because it ruined, it ruined a lot of years for me and not ruined, but it had a really bad effect on me. I mean, anxiety and depression are increased. Blood clots are increased. Um, there's a lot of things that like low libido, no libido. Um, there's a lot of things that can be linked to birth control. So if you are having a lot of anxiety and depression, low libido, um, just really not feeling like yourself, um, what birth control does. And we're just, I'll just talk about the pill because that's what the most research is on. You do not have a cycle on birth control. You don't, don't, it doesn't regulate your period. Um, it's flatlined. It completely gets rid of your cycle because it stops ovulation. That's how it works. If you have an implant like I did, I was getting pumped full of artificial progesterone and IUD. There are other risks with IUDs. Like 
there's a lot of risk. If you look at the birth control manual, there's a really funny TikTok on it. Maybe I can find it so we can link it to it's huge. There's it's huge. And no one goes through all of those side effects with you. So if you are on birth control and you feel like it's not working for you, I would encourage you um, to really look at the fertility awareness method because there are a lot of ways I've been using it for four years, very effectively. I just had fertility testing done. I am fertile, but I have just been effectively tracking my cycle and using it that way. So that's how I feel about birth control, that you should just really be aware of what it can do to your body. And it does serve a purpose. Like it does prevent birth and it does all these things, but only if it's used correctly. And that's the other thing to really, really think about. Um, it is artificial hormones going into your body. And if it's an IUD or an implant is a physical foreign object going into your body. So it just should require some thought and research. I honestly think that the condom industry needs to like vamp their shit up because like for me personally, I'm sure my boyfriend would love this. Hey, um, Oh, I do this all the time. And Alex is like, Oh great. Our whole sex life is just all over all these podcasts you've been on. Like, Oh yeah. Sorry. Like I can't pick and choose. It's, it's all going through the filter or it's not, none of it's going through the filter. But what I would say is like when you're trying and you're starting to sync up your cycle and you're starting to understand at what phases of your cycle, I use flow app. I think we talked about this last time too, but I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And it allows you to like Mark, okay, I had really shitty sleep for the past three nights and I've been waking up really hot or, you know, I, or even your digestion when you're going on, when you're on your period, like you're not as regular people find out that they're constipated or they have diarrhea. And that's a huge thing. And we talked about that as well, but, and I want to get back into that. But what I'm saying is like, when you are tracking your own cycle, it takes a little while to get into the swing of things and start to understand when you're ovulating. But you also like, I personally wouldn't want to have sex without any protection within a couple days of ovulation. And it, you know, condoms are super helpful. And I think that there needs to be a, I don't even want to say this out loud because I want to like, this is going to be my invention, but there needs to be some type of natural organic lube in a condom for people to not feel, we were just talking about this last night. I was like, condoms smell like, they smell like sewage and rubber. And I, don't I can like get- smell it, like just saying it, I can like smell what they smell like. And you know, it's so like unfortunate because they actually help with a lot of other stuff too, like preventing like STDs and a STIs, physical yeah. barrier. And like, it's so many things like they're really gets demonized. And I know they're not like the most comfortable thing, but they do. Like- they need a revamp. You should totally do that. I will support that 100%. Honestly, I think that I, you know, you know how we get where we're just, we have all these little sparks of ideas. So let's talk about, cause the whole basis of hotter than health podcast started with digestion. And of course we always go back to that. Like it's such low hanging fruit, but I can tell you it's people have issues with it from birth to death. I mean, it is all throughout our lives. We struggle with regularity. And if you are one of those people that doesn't struggle, struggle with regularity, then bless you. That's amazing. Like, tell me your ways, but can you talk about, because some people might just say like, oh yeah, I don't have that regular risk schedule, but they might, but on their period, it's a bit different. Can you talk about some of the struggles that happen digestion wise, regularity wise, and bloating wise when you are on your period? 
Yeah. So digestion is huge. And I think that pooping is a foundation of life. So here's the deal. Pooping is so important and it's really, really important for your hormones too. So excess hormones are actually excreted through going to the bathroom or pooping. And so it's really, really important that we are having two to three bowel movements a day. Your bowel movement should be the length of your forearm. Your first one, this big. Both of them, or because I was thinking just the first one was more bountiful, and then the second one's not as bountiful as my first I, one. From what I understand, it's the first one, like that is, and then, I but like, also everyone's a little bit different. But I mean, I pooped this morning and it was awesome. I love it. If you poop within 20 minutes of waking up um, after you drink water, it like shows that your pathways are working really well. So, pooping That's is great. important. Drinking lots of water, eating lots of fruits and veggies, which have really good fiber and, and also adding in those whole grains, seeds, nuts, all of that is really important for going to the bathroom. But yeah, so how it changes. Period poops are a real thing. Um, so if you've ever experienced this, it can happen either right before your period starts, like the first day. If you are going to the bathroom and it's really loose or so like, okay, let me back up. Prostaglandins are something in our body that are caused by inflammation. We have a lot of inflammation going on. The prostaglandins actually can cause increased period cramping and uterine cramping, but it's not just your uterus. It can also be your intestines, which can lead to loose stools. It also lead to, if you've ever gone, sat down to go to the bathroom and it feels like your butthole is cramping, it can lead to that too. And so there's all these things, inflammation can actually inhibit with those period poops, which can cause constipation, can cause diarrhea. It can cause a lot of discomfort and pain. So a lot of that's linked to inflammation. Um, but for your menstrual phase, yeah, you're going to want to combat cramps and bloating for sure. You want to limit really high, like fried foods, alcohol, caffeine, and salty foods and sugary foods, because they all taste amazing, but they are linked to more inflammation, which that time of the digestive period, we're really focusing on that. Um, in our follicular phase, we want to metabolize estrogen. So we're really focusing on fermented foods to help with that gut health and gut digestion. Um, also fresh fruits and veggies, again, um, sprouted grains, sprouted veggies. They help also remove estrogen, um, ovulatory, same thing. We want to limit inflammatory foods. We want to support our liver, which is so, so important. And then as we get into the luteal phase, we want to eat leafy greens, quinoa, buckwheat, all of these really yummy, good fibers again, and then dark chocolate and pumpkin seeds or no, not pumpkin seeds, dark chocolate is really good because it does have magnesium, which can also help. But I go back to fiber, water, and sleep. They are three free things. Well, fiber, I guess you have to buy foods. It's not technically free, but fiber, water, um, and sleep because sleeping, we need those hormones to be really doing what they're supposed to be doing and resting and recovering. We need our cortisol to be low. Sleep's important for that and our gut to heal itself. Water, if you're dehydrated, you will be constipated. Like, you will be, um, or have diarrhea or have diarrhea. Yes. And if you are so dehydrated that you're past that point, you'll be having diarrhea and you don't want either of those things. Um, and then fiber is really important because it feeds a good gut bacteria. It helps move waste through the digestive system and really clean you out. Um, I could talk about digestion all day long, but also eating mindfully is really important. So, you know, really thinking about your food. And I'm so guilty of like working on my computer and like stuffing my face and having to like 
take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm really going to think about the food that I'm eating. And this is where seed cycling comes back in because it also is supporting your gut health. These seeds have prebiotic fiber. They have all these vitamins and minerals you need. It really just is a small way to support it. Um, we need a lot of fiber, like 30 plus grams of fiber a day. Most people get less than 20. So the more, the more processed the food is, the less fiber content you have. And, and fiber does only come from plant foods. It's not an eggs, dairy, or meat. So I not saying again, it's like, I still love my seafood sometimes and eggs, but pair it with leafy greens, um, some type of sprouted grain, and you're still getting like, you don't have to just eat plant-based to be regular. Um, and especially during certain periods of your cycle, like maybe that is the time to have a burger when you're at your luteal phase. Um, yeah, listen to what your body is craving, but, you know, make sure those fresh fruits and veggies are still a big point. But also um, on your period, cook foods, if you ever crave like warm foods, sometimes it's because our body like wants a little bit of break of digesting food. And so listen, like the sounds are faint, but if you can just listen, your body will actually tell you what it kind of wants digestion wise. That's really great. I love that. So, um, before I let you go, I wish we could talk forever. One thing that you would recommend to someone who is like the first beginner tip in getting off of their hormonal birth control, or they're just interested in in exploring it. Maybe they have a daughter who's about to get on birth control and they want to be able to provide resources for them. What is your favorite resource for getting off of, or just understanding different options of birth control, your absolute favorite resource other than Funkit Wellness, of course. I was going to say, go follow us on Instagram and stuff because we got so many good resources. Um, Dr. Jolene Brighton has a really good book. I'm pretty sure it's called Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. Um, I'm writing it down. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, that is a really, really good book. And I just think it gives you a lot of information about all the things you need to be thinking about because Okay. So I didn't mention this earlier, but the pill does affect gut health. It also depletes B vitamins, magnesium, and zinc, which are all really important. So you can still seed cycle while you're on birth control is something else I forgot to mention because you still need all those nutrients and you still need to support your gut health. And it's really important. So I would really read her book because especially, so if you're wanting to get off the pill to try to have a baby, there's a lot of research that supports getting off the pill a whole year before trying. You want to start trying so you can really read, you know, because you need to have your stores built up of calcium, magnesium, zinc, B vitamins, all these things that are important for fertility. So if you're getting off to start a family or have a baby, I would say give it a year and really focus on your nutrition. Um, Also read that book and follow along on Dr. Jolene Brighton's Instagram, because I just think she's a wealth of, she's a wealth of free information. And I don't think the book is very expensive on Amazon either. Perfect. I love that. And I love you mentioning, and we should also mention seed cycling. It's not birth control. Like it's not, you can't just bang whenever you want and not get pregnant. It helps your hormones and it supports, and it really is to reduce PMS, but where my whole story starts is with birth control. So I have to clarify that a lot. I'm like seed cycling is not birth control is not birth control. I'm not giving you any medical advice here, but I'm telling you that if you are thinking about getting off birth control, don't do what I did and just get off and like, think everything's going to go back to normal because especially if you've been on artificial hormones for 10 plus years, like your body's used to them. So do your research, read Dr. Jolene Brighton's book, follow our Instagram and DM us and ask us any questions. I spend most of my evenings 
replying to people. And I absolutely love it. I love getting to connect and talk to everybody. Oh, that's so perfect. I'm so excited. And, um, last question. What is, uh, just a quick description of your morning routine? Oh, I love that. Okay. So I love the morning so much. So I usually wake up and then I lay in bed for like a minute and Alex and I do not have a lot of time together because we are both busy running businesses and trying to change the world. And so I usually like lean over and snuggle him for like five minutes and remind myself that that's like the most important part of my day because, you know, like your relationships are so important and running a business is really amazing, but you don't have a lot of time for things. And so I start my day, like giving him a little snuggle and like doing a little like meditation, like, okay, you know, our dog will come snuggle with us too. Like, this is the most important in my day. And then I get up and I do a five minute meditation, which is a new thing for me. I've really been working on rewiring my luteal phase. So I do my five minute meditation. Uh, I make my green tea and I make my breakfast and I sit and make a to-do list. And then I usually go on a walk about three mornings a week. What is your breakfast? Oh my gosh. Different every day, but I love sprouted grain toast. Um, it's like something from my childhood toast is just like my jam. So I have this really yummy Ezekiel bread, like sprouted grain toast. Um, and then usually put an uh, half of an avocado on it with some baby kale and my seeds and hot sauce. Perfect. I love that. That's like my dream morning. Um, well, thank you so much, Kate, for your time. I can't wait to share these resources with everybody. And you guys, if you're interested, all these resources are going to be in the show notes and make sure you guys are following Funk It on Instagram and we're going to have you back for sure. We'll have to do this again. Oh yeah. We're like two good of friends at this point now. We just like love all the same things. Um, and I can also give you a discount code to put in the show notes if you want to. Yes. What is it? Let's do it. Hotter than hell 15 for 15% off anything on our website. I hope you all enjoyed that episode with Kate just as much as I did. I know I'm going to be listening to that one again. Quick reminder, if you have not already should shared, subscribed, liked, or even just taken a screenshot of listening to the podcast, it means the world. If you go ahead and take a screenshot, tag the podcast, I will repost you, tag Kate from Funk It Wellness. It is absolutely the best way to support the podcast if you haven't already written a review. I have a whole highlight on my podcast on my Instagram under Eliza G underscore wellness of how to write a review. It's just under the podcast highlight. It's super simple. It takes 30 seconds. You can write one word, one line, and it's absolutely seen, heard, felt, and appreciated. One other reminder, like I said in the middle of the podcast, we do have on July 15th, if you're listening to this on the day that this episode comes out, if you haven't already signed up on my website for the monthly meal plan, we are doing our first group call tonight. I figured that was one way to really help people keep uh, sustained healthy habits is having the opportunity to answer questions and provide feedback and go over the specific meal plan. It's a monthly meal plan. You get three breakfasts, three lunch, three dinner, and three snacks every single month. It comes straight to your inbox. It's only $8.99. It's just another way to add some healthy routine and rituals to your lifestyle. And once a month, we're going to be having an in-depth 
Q&A call and that's happening tonight, Thursday. So it's at 6 p.m. So if you're listening to that before this, click on the link in the show notes to subscribe under plans and pricing on my website. It is not too late to sign up and I would love to have as many of you there as possible. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I look forward to chatting with you next week.